Yo, Dan, it's been a while. Um, a lot's happened since we last recorded, since I last saw you. Um, it's been a while. There's only one way to... It's been a while. Yeah. I call you, I need you, my heart's on fire. You come to me, come to me wild and wild. You come to me. Only the biggest hits right now on 2BTFM. Paying homage to a legend. The hits don't stop. Let's keep going. Rock and roll and EDM. R&B. Chat it all. Homage. You lost the hero. Try to ignore that 
You aren't a real 2BG fan If you never got a shady text From a girl Or you saw her out with someone else And you said No but why are you doing me like this baby I love you She was like What's love got to do with it I got bills to pay My love ain't free Obviously you would have heard uh, The Devastating news That uh, Tina Turner died this week Um I feel like enough days have passed that we can talk about this, though. You, you, you want to discuss, you want to discuss the... <laughs> okay, wait, I mean, wait. Phil, people come here for the real, real. You know what I'm saying? They come for the real, real. So... <laughs> have I chosen the right bit? <laughs> that, perfect. Today, you guys are getting this Hotep segment right at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, <laughs> Tina Turner, Tina Turner, no doubt, an iconic musician, incredible music. You know, our aunties and uncles. Uh, I, I wouldn't say she held the same spot as like Whitney Houston, maybe in some families, but in, in other families, let's, let's just say the white people really loved her too. Anyway. Um, <laughs> And I, I, I don't know, sometimes it's not good to discuss negative things immediately after someone's died because people are mourning, you know what I mean? But I know you guys came here for the real, real. You know what I'm saying? Tina Turner was not a fan of black people, eh? I, I, can, I can load up a clip from one of the documentaries. Uh, here we go. ...from the African way. And they, I think like this sort of... Uh, well, I, I'm only speaking now like from something I haven't really looked into, but I get that um, Africans are sort of very lazy people. They're not very aggressive. You know, they just sort of want to live off the land and, and they're very comfortable, which is great if you can do that, you know, if you're in a position to be able to do that. But I, um, I felt that they enjoyed our performance there, but I just, I have to be inspired by something when I, like when I go to Europe, I enjoy it because the people there are very fashionable and you can, it's just fun. I mean, all we do is work. We go, we check in a hotel and we go on stage and we go to the airport. So you have to feel some kind of inspiration from a city, right? So when I, when I go like to Africa, I'm very down because like the, the food is, isn't good. Um, I don't get any really good, fantastic vibes from the people. So I'm just really bored. So to, to, to add some more context, and to shoot us some bell, it's not really bell. That interview was done uh, after um, she had visited apartheid South Africa. And obviously, Dan, as I'm sure you know, for her to be able to perform in apartheid South Africa, she was granted honorary white people status. So, that being said, she was, she was performing in front of a bunch of Boers who... Don't catch the beat. Like they, they were clapping on the one and the three, not the two and the four. So I hear you. It's an ex- it's you. an excuse, but it's not really because why was she performing in apartheid South Africa? But considering if that was everything the, she's if that been was through, the only video I'd have given her the pass. Unfortunately, she's had a very long history of saying things, and you know me. Look. I'm a huge fan of separating the art from the artist because I feel like if we really got to know all our favorite artists, we would all be so disappointed. So I, I'm not here trying to say you shouldn't listen to Tina Turner. I still, I, I will still, you know, 
I was still I was still jammed to simply the best and whatever. I'm just saying, mm. let's also be real about the fact that she was not a fan of the blacks like that. Um, over the years, even before her death, she had been accused of trying to distance herself from the black community. And she was constantly in interviews just saying stuff like, yeah, no, the thing is, you know, black people be thinking about their, you be thinking about color too much. Like, don't think about it. You know what I mean? And then life will be much mm. more harmonious if you don't think about what color you are. You, you know what I mean? She sounds legit, man. That makes sense. Well, and, have, you, and, have you ever thought of it that way, Dan? <laughs> and people, like interviewers would always ask her, what do you think about this social issue or that social issue? Like, nah, nah, you know, nah, this whole black versus white thing, you know, we should all just get along, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Kumbaya it's just, is a very popular strategy, Dan. I don't know, like maybe we should look, try it as a people. I am simply saying she was an incredible musician, but I have questions about her affiliation to the people of color. And I mean, also what she said about Africans. Fair, fair. Yeah, she was. Let's, let, let's be honest, Dan. Okay, you're not Dan. Let me, let me, let me also let's be pragmatic here because the music is, as you said, we can separate the art from the the artist, blah blah blah. But you saw her hair, right? Like all through her life, you saw <laughs> Tina Turner's hair. Yes. What about that pixie cut or wig gave you the impression that she was for us? Let's be real here. Come on now. All I'm Come saying on, is, she, she, if you're gonna the signs were there, Dan. If your signs were there, if you're thinking of putting up an Instagram post to say "rip to the queen," just leave out the black part because she definitely did. Is what I'm saying. Don't be saying "rip my black queen." Ah, 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 ah. Hey, 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 hey! Just say "rip she queen." Through, you know she went saying? through some traumatic experiences. Okay, we got we've got to be forgiving. You know what I mean? In life, you've got to forgive, and you've got to. Except forgive, okay. So that's what we're gonna do right now. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to forgive the queen because I, I don't know about you, Dan. You know what? Yes, she she, she was cooning. She was cooning a little mm, hard. Let's see this caping. Let's see this caping. Mm. Mm, she was cooning a little hard, but I'm not stopping these slaps. Nah. Dude. Niggas, we're making this. What? Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? <laughs> Instinctively, I'm I'm already looking for the buckets to start washing the cars in the driveway. I'm looking for the vacuum cleaner. Because when this song came out, you knew it was Sunday cleaning. Like the girls had the inside, I had to do the outside. I was watering the lawn, I was washing the cars, polishing the tires. Come on. Ah, I, you want me to remove my childhood? Ah, for a second. <laughs> okay. Once again, I, no, Dan, I don't like Dan. <laughs> Dan. I love my people. Now, you know me. I love my people. But you want me to just throw this away? You want me to just throw it away? Just get rid of it. No need to throw it away. Let's just acknowledge. That's all. Acknowledge. Dan, 
we all okay i don't know if you had but if you had the n64 there were two games that we all played on n64 golden one was super mario world the second was you want me to get rid of this <laughs> fam i found the golden gun now must erase that memory from my ah jack If you never played the mission on the damn wall, you don't know what I'm talking about right now. Phil, this is why I'm saying separate the art from the artist. Enjoy the music. Just be aware that she won't for us like that. See reflections on the water. Ah, guys. If you never took the time to figure out to use odd job in 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 a 1v1 on golden eye because odd job was too small for people to shoot easily you guys are not Dan, did you ever play Go- ah that was the trick right you get odd job odd job was so small auto aim would always auto aim at normal height so you'd always shoot them you'd always I, get the drop i i played golden eye but i don't remember the details like you dude that was 20 years ago man where not even 20 years that was 25 Dad. years ago That's all I played for like 3 years straight. What do you mean? Sure. There's a period of my life from N64 to PS1. I can describe games in my mind. I can tell you everything. I can tell you all the environments. I can tell you where, I can tell you where all the hidden bags of cocaine are in Grand Theft Auto 3. I can tell you all the super jumps are. I know all those. Anyway, I think we we've paid homage. All right, all right, all right. We we have indeed paid homage. Shout out to Tina Turner. Uh tragically lost this past week. Um uh she was of course uh, quite uh, quite old so it's not like it was a shock or a surprise uh she was 83 when she passed um and her daughter-in-law says that her health had been deteriorating for uh, some years now so yeah and she's had a tough time including losing yeah. children in the past couple and- of years and so on so it's been it's been a bit rough but uh yeah And she um, keep don't don't forget she, she was also one of the the artists that sold her catalog for a big I think she sold it for 250 million 250 million if I'm not mistaken oh my yeah so there was a lot of money there was a lot of money made over there oh the correction here was 50 million 50 seems underpriced considering the queen catalog might be selling for a billion I mean how long is it going to take you to the finish queen. 50 you know what I'm saying but okay anyway <clears throat> um Fifty million. It's a lot of money. Listen, we want we we'll want to start the show as per usual with a classic viral video, a classic meme, and uh, I've got forty five seconds of audio for you, Phil, and I know that you will immediately recognize this. I've got some background information to this classic meme video, still used to this day. Woke up. I looked at the computer. The computer said, "Floyd said, Ti Nelly fifty." I'm like, "What do you say for Nelly?" First baby mama Melissa then took your fiance say nigga This is a special ASLELS challenge for you Floyd if you can read one full page of a Harry Potter book nigga I'll give 750,000 to whatever charitable organization you want to fuck it right, man got a phone call from my man Jimmy Kimmel Jimmy said if Floyd accepts the challenge that he'll put it on the actual show so you can read it on the show we don't want to put pressure on you We know you can't pronounce those words in that Harry Potter book, so we're going to let you read Cat in the Hat.
So you were hearing audio from 50 Cent, three separate videos. Talking about Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> so this is for those of you who don't get the context. Oh, wait, Dan, I, I, I playing the context. I wasn't going to play it. I was going to explain it, but please go ahead. Okay, let, let me let me play it. Okay. Now, if you have... But he was responding to... Let's play what uh, 50 posted on Instagram yesterday. This is the drop. Oh, my goodness. He was... So, reading. Floyd was asked to do a drop on Breakfast Club. On this, okay? All right. I'm going to read this drop. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get my... Now, keep in mind, Charlamagne's not the best reader either, so I, we don't know how long this is going to take. I need the exact time, okay? Either. This is disrespectful, but let's go. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined iHeartRadio for the Show Your Scribes movement to support hiring vets. Go to showyourscribes.org, a website that connects veterans with employees and helps business find candidates with Scraps. the best training. How long was that? 10 seconds. Okay, 10 seconds. This is Floyd Mayweather. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this is Ten not seconds. nice. 10 oh, seconds. This is disrespectful. This you is... sure? You... Hey, shut the hell up. I'm always sure. I don't give a damn. Okay? Oh, this is Floyd gosh. Mayweather reading the 10 second drops I just did. I'm Floyd Mayweather. And I, I'm Floyd Mayweather. And I've joined Heart Radio for the show. Your stripes... Okay. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show, Your Stripes Movement to Support Hiring Vets. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show, Your Stripes Movement to Support Hi. Okay. Hi. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I'm I'm Floyd I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show. Your stripes movement to support hiring vets. Go to the show, your stripes .org. Go to the show, your stripes .org. Go to show your stripes. Go to show your stripes .org. Go to show your stripes .org. A website, a website that connects veterans with it's employees it's and it's businesses. Okay. <laughs> the website that connects veterans with employers and helps businesses find candidates with the best training. I'm Floyd. We're going to be I'm here Floyd for long Mayweather, if you're playing the whole heart radio. <laughs> this is the whole two hours with your stripes movement to support higher okay, It's going to be the whole okay, podcast. That's enough, guys. Okay, you so get the point. That's enough. <laughs> uh, yo, I, 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 I know Floyd Mayweather reads words with the ruler. He, no, he doesn't even follow along with his finger. I don't know what he's ruler. That's my again. Dan, do you remember this one? Do you remember this one? This is this, this is the classic. Webby, I need you to go in the studio and do some drops for the Breakfast Club, man. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. You already know what it is. Thank you. DJ DJ Envy, Angela Gee, and Charlamagne the God. Let me let me read <laughs> yeah, that part. God damn, girl. Y'all got some names on that man. <laughs> What up, what up? You already know who it is. It's me, Webby the Tree FM, Young Savage, Sweet John Jr. Doing what I do when I do what I do, and I'm doing it with my girl, DJ Envy, Angela Lee. Angela Yee. Damn. Angela Yee. Hold on. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlotte McGay. <laughs> Man. Hold up. Oh, Charlotte Did he say Charlotte McGay? Angela Yee, and Charlotte The God. DJ DJ Lee, hello. DJ Envy, Angela Lee, and Charlemagne McGain. <laughs> what up? What up? You already know who it is. It's me, Webby the Tree Fam, Young Savage, Sweet Jones, and you rocking with DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne, Charlemagne, 
I don't think I'll never be able to say that right now. I mean, Charlemagne. Hold on, say it one more time. Charlemagne. Charlemagne, the God. Charlemagne, the God. Who that is? The <laughs> Come on, you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. What up, what up? It's me, Wave of the Tree of Fam, Young Savage, Sweet Jones, and you kicking it with DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlotte, your mate, the God. This is the Breakfast Club, baby. Guys, how do we get dominated by people that can't read like this? Like, how? Like, me, me, what I want to know is, how have, how have that team never been shot or beaten up or the Breakfast they have. Club? Okay. Yes. I, I, I forget it, like... That's why um, I forget it. Wax. That's why Charlemagne started moving with his with Wax. Wax is his body his bodyguard because there were multiple times where, like, when he got into beef with Mace, Mace pressed him. Then he got beat up in my in Miami a couple of times. Ah, no, they've been pressed. Just, right now, they're also going through some some things. Obviously, Angela's left, but I don't know if you've been seeing DJ Envy and he's, and Rick uh, Ross under pressure from both. Huh? Uh, uh, DJ Envy and Rick Ross. No, that's the fun side. That's the light side. There's, there's uh, a bigger one. There's fraud. But it's fraud. Yeah, yeah, fraud. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. Going back to 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 Floyd Mayweather and and Fifty Cent. Um, long story short, I mean, they were once friends and they got beef over some money because Fifty Cent um handled some stuff for Floyd while Floyd was in prison, and then Fifty claimed that Floyd owed him money, and then Floyd was on some show where he said, "Nah, rappers fade into obscurity." Of course, he didn't use such big words. Um. And then uh, he said, yeah, but me, I stay constant. And then 50 Cent then put out that video about, oh, this is a challenge to you if you can read that Harry Potter book where he used the N-word as a comma. And then, um, yeah, so there's just been beef between them going back and forth ever since. But it looks like it looks like they've somewhat squashed it. They were at a basketball game together last month. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, end of last year, they apparently, you know, made appearances together uh, at, uh, at, his, at, at Mayweather's birthday party. So, you know, I guess they It's lovely to see black kings resolving the their issues. You know what I'm saying? It's all about our black kings uniting, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're not together, you know what I mean? How are we moving forward as a people, my brother? And on that note, damn, we need to start the show. We haven't even started the show yet. You know what? Actually, all right. We need, a, we need to reset. I want the perfect to reset. Let me, let me. We, we actually had started the show, the show Phil. We were, we were going on a nice trajectory. No, we have to start. Let me just skip ahead. If you, your wife might recognize a little element of this song. SABC 2 every weekday, 7 p.m. I don't know if you know it, Dan. Here it comes. Are you feeling this, Dan? Huh? Are you feeling it? Are you feeling it? Here we go.
I forgot this song has a really long drop. Yes, now we're good to go. That was Seven Delan by Sushi B. Seven Delan. <laughs> anyway, all right. I see we're on a theme I, I, today. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a yucky. All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. After that, uh, somewhat um, appropriate, but also somewhat inappropriate reset. Let's take advantage of this opportunity to start the show. It's already started, but we're going to start, start the show. And I got to ask, are y'all good to go? Sound of the them. Let me hear a drum Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbles. Back again after missing a week. Apologies. My name is Danny, that guy, aka Danos the Mad Titan, aka Denford, Wekumaraini, aka Denimbi, my life, your entertainment, aka I'm done with these streets. Rated for what? 4,000? Yeah? 4, aka Akuna Moon Wendy Dan Moon. Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbles. Zero, the one, only the unmistakable, the irrefutable, the unquestionable, the indisputable, the rate will stay stableable. Phil Chad, aka Flynn Flows, the big boss, baby. If it's a B. Aka Sex and Total Lovu, aka Filthy Phil, aka DJ Munkaraji, aka. <laughs> See what happens when you miss a week. No, actually, so. Wait, let me finish. And. It's because I've actually I've burnt out. I've only I slept like like six six hours in the past three days, and it's starting to catch up to me. So I'm like I had a little bit of flu, and then I had to go get a B12 shot. Have you ever have you ever got rocket fuel? Have you have a clinic that like gives you? Yeah, so I had to go get I had to get some rocket fuel and the B12 shots and all that. The drip, and I'm feeling I'm starting to feel better, bro. Mm, 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 mm. Well, we are we, we we thank God that such is happening, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbos. Uh, without further ado, as you can hear, we have need and desire to be quick, so we shall not waste your time or our time. We're going to start off with Zimbabweans doing it big as we always do, and we got a lot to talk about. So uh, bear with us as we 
speed through this podcast, but at the same time, give you that depth, that knowledge, that understanding. Zimbabwe is doing it big this week. We're going to start off with someone by the name of Jonet Nguenya. Uh, and once again, I have to say big shout out to Greedy South who keep a keen eye on Zimbabweans and the diaspora for us. I know you're not doing it for us, but shout out to you. Go check out greedysouth.co.zw. That's where I get a lot of our Zimbabweans doing it big. Jonet Nguenya walked away with a special award in the category of robotics and intelligent machines. Now's the time to be getting into that kind of uh, discipline. Uh, this was uh, at the recently held Regeneron International Science and Engineering Fair in Dallas, USA. Shout out to a student of Dominican convent, Jeanette, who was uh, attending, uh, representing a country. And uh, yeah, shout out to her for winning that award. We appreciate you. Um, now she can fix the robots that are not working in the streets. Um, keeping an eye on Zimbabweans doing it big as well. I want to give a big shout out to Vitalis Chikoko, who was recently named the Ligue Nationale de Basket. It's French National Basketball League. Uh, mm. As a Pro A's All League team member, out of uh, he's one of the top five best players in the entire French league. Um, alongside several other players, he was listed best five players. Uh, for the best five-man season for, for the year 22-23. Uh, he said, fam, we made it into the league's best five players as the best five-man for season 23-23. It's a big blessing to be in my 12th professional year and posting, we made it into the league's best five players as the best... F- Did I just repeat that? To my fans, family, yep. thank you. Uh, Elan Bernet par Otez, thank you for giving me a home and platform to shine in the game I love so much. That was what he posted on his Twitter last week. Uh, congratulations. If you want to hear his stats, he was averaging 14.4 points. Uh, 6.5 rebounds, 1.6 assists, 1.1 blocks, uh, and 76.9% on free throws uh, and 26.3 minutes per game. And it's his 12th professional career. Mm. Uh, He was also named uh, MVP in the French Cup last year after his team, Elan Bernet-Pertez, won the French Cup title uh, last year with him as a star player. So congratulations to Vitalis Chikoko doing his thing out there in France as one of their best, if not the best French basketball player. And finally, in the world of art, I want to give a big shout out to Portia Javaira, who, um, born and based in Harare, she recently had one of her pieces auction for 355,000 US dollars at Sotheby's. So congratulations to her. She's an artist uh, who makes these ethereal and captivating style of art pieces this particular 2016 masterpiece is called Veseva Candibata, uh, which means they all give me strength. They all they all got me, actually, I think is more accurate. Um, yeah. Mm. So it's four figures that are merged into one. And uh, apparently it's uh, the, the, the high art uh, connoisseurs are willing to pay top dollar for that art. So congratulations to her for mm. uh, making big things with her art. That's a pretty penny for a single art piece. Shout out to you. Dope, dope. That's it. Zimbabweans doing it big. Um, oh, really? We need that's, to wear- that's, that's all? All the Zimbabweans doing it big? That's all of them? Okay. Cool. You know what, Phil? Um, I can't remember which verse it is in the Bible, but there's a verse in the Bible that speaks about um, allowing other people to praise you and not praise to come from your own lips. So I never said anything. I never said anything. We, we can't. Say, we can't have Phil Chad. Are we done? On a, are we done? We can't have Phil Chad on his own podcast we, as a Zimbabwean doing it big. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Humility, modesty. You get what I'm saying? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Generation to me, but it's, it's okay. The other thing I don't is, even speak about it. It's like a, I, a patron. I don't, I don't want a patron. I, I don't want to put, put it up. It's just I don't want any of our listeners to pull up old clips of Phil's um, opinions on top forty influential lists, top twenty influential lists. You know what I'm saying? No, you know what I mean. They are, they are still extremely <laughs> valid, and I believe them hundred percent. But do you think I'm stupid? <laughs> do, you, do you think I'm stupid? <laughs> I'll, I'll show you chats. I was like, yeah, of course I feel away, but I'm not wasting this opportunity for free PR. Are you mad? In this day and age, Dan, we're trying to leave the country, Dan. We need to bolster our CVs. Huh? Whatever it takes to bolster that CV. Congratulations to Two Broke Trimble's very own Philip Chad, who has been named as one of the 100 most inspiring male entrepreneurs in Africa and of African descent. This was for African Founders, uh, the organization African mm-hmm. Founders. Uh, African yeah, Founders yeah, yeah. Conglomerate, to be more precise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, congratulations. I mean, once again, Dennis, it's, it's not just a ragtag organization. This is a conglomerate. Like It's a group of movers and shakers. And they were like, yo, psst. We can't come together without honoring the big data feeds up PYZ. And, you know, I'm just humbled, you know, that people understand the machine. You know, like entrepreneurship is so difficult, Dan. I don't know if you know this, but it's it, it really is a fight every day. And you've just got to stay focused on the bigger picture. You know, that's why I stay awake until 2 a.m. And then I, I wake up at 1.30. And I, and I just get back to work. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's all about productivity. It's all about execution. It's all about focus. Illegal, you know what I mean? Illegal, illegal. Since we are the best and you agree with me, right? No need to debate. debate. The way we want. See, we're kind of like the government. So just respect my conglomerate. So respect my conglomerate. Just 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 respect my conglomerate. <laughs> So yeah, respect the conglomerate. Well done, Philip. Well done. You know, it's good to see it's it's good to see the results of working. You know what I'm saying? If only those results would 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 come into the bank account, that would be great. But yeah. We work hard. All right. So moving on from Zimbabweans doing it big, let's take just a a small, small, small pause. Uh, because we have to wear an apologies, you feel. Because normally at this stage in the podcast, we'll be mm. discussing any follow-ups from what we discussed in last week's episode. But last week, we didn't mm-hmm. have an episode. And, uh, and, and I think we owe it to our listeners to apologize. Um, we, we, have, we have built this podcast on the foundation of consistency. Consistent kings. Because lots of people have done podcasting. Many people have tried. But where they have fallen is consistency. And, you know, your kings have been consistent. Sometimes we may be a little bit late. Look, that sometimes happens. But we have consistently delivered podcasts. Even if when we are, even when we are not there, we consistently deliver some kind of content. But uh, mm. last week, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, we, we failed. Mm. And we would like to take responsibility and to apologize from the depths, from the cockles of our hearts. Um, mm. You deserve better. Mm. Mm. You deserve better. Um, uh, may I recommend you pick any uh, Chelsea players post from this season and uh, read that as an apology from us. 
And we would mm. like to say that uh, we will do better going forward. Um, mm-hmm. we've, we're learning. We're growing. Um, we are taking this issue on board. Um, we'd, we'd like to have some privacy while we, we address this issue in-house. So please respect that. And, and just allow us to, you know, to introspect and really figure out where we went wrong. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, um, please allow me to read um, this prepared statement. Give me a second. It's loading. Uh, I, I've prepared a statement that, uh, and, and I wish for you all to, uh, to pay attention to me as I go through it. <clears throat> okay, I can't access my prepared statement. I'll read it to you later. Uh, 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 what Dan is saying is ChatGPT is down right now. Yes. <laughs> and he forgot to turn on his, he forgot no, to turn on his to, VPN. Yeah, I forgot to turn my VPN on for me to access ChatGPT. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so uh-huh. look, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> I was about to do a Jama rant. So mm. ah, it is what it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, with that apology out of the way, there's a couple of things we need to discuss this week. Um, um, look, it, it was super hectic. We tried to make a plan. For those of you who are patrons, you'd know that we did something for y'all specifically, just to say sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a pretty yeah. cool meetup, um, link up, link up over Zoom. So it was cool to just meet some of the patrons, just hang out. We played a little trivia game, you know, shared some thoughts, discussed some things. So even though we didn't have a full podcast, some members of our Patreon community were able to at least get a little bit of uh, content uh, and it was good to have a conversation with everyone. If you would like to be part of that group that gets special attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had some exclusive music, some very exclusive music as well. Had some conversations that, you know, we could have had on the podcast. So at least we had that, uh, even though we couldn't have like a full podcast. So. Nah, we couldn't, we, we couldn't have some, some, some of the conversations we couldn't have on the podcast. Uh, we were uncensored, unfiltered, raw. Indeed. That's what you get on, on, as a patron. You, you, you get the unfiltered views because you enter the circle. It's a circle of trust, Dan. You know, it's a circle of trust. Absolutely. So if you would like to be part of that circle of trust, all you got to do is go to twobroketumors.com forward slash donate. And then you too can also, you know, uh, be a Patreon subscriber. And basically you're also helping us. Why is it? All right. Uh, indeed, indeed, indeed. Yeah, but in the meantime, let's let's talk about some things that we prepared for this week, Phil. Um, look, this podcast has served as somewhat of an ombudsman, ombudsman, paying close attention to the inexorable march of your technology and giving you some uh, biting, incisive commentary on what to expect as technology moves ever forward. We've paid close attention to what's happening mm. on Twitter. We've paid close attention to what's happening mm. with uh, AI. Um, Phil, was it not mm-hmm. on this podcast at the height of the craze around crypto and NFTs? Were we not giving people in-depth mm-hmm. understanding of not only what NFTs are, but warnings not to mm. heavily invest? Mm-hmm. And were we proved right then? Were we right? Were we right? Were we right? Did we not phone people on this podcast to laugh at them for not listening to our advice? Mm. So the point is, we know what's going on. And... uh once again, we would like to take a little bit of time just to draw your attention to the world of technology. It, it really affects all of our lives. And um, there's two stories that we just want to quickly touch on. The first story is uh, regarding um, Twitter. Now, as you know, Twitter has devolved into a, a real mess of a space. I don't know about you, Phil, but I get so many tweets in my For You tab whenever I forget to change to following. 
that I'm looking at, I'm just like, what the hell? I never check on? it. I just, I usually just go on Twitter for, I mean, I go on TweetDeck and TweetDeck is still the old school thing. Or if I'm on mobile, I barely check that I've got lists. So I've created lists. So, and that's a good way to avoid it. Like you create, make your timeline a list, Dan, and then it won't be algorithm anything. Plus it's also devoid of ads. There are no ads in lists. Don't, don't say that out loud. I would love to give Elon ideas. Look, I still enjoy discovering new people, new content and so on. It's just 50% of the time, it's like, ugh. Anyway, um, Twitter this week was in the news because Twitter has withdrawn from a voluntary agreement that was set up by the European Union to combat disinformation. Here's this voluntary agreement that organizations pledged without any compulsion or anything. It's just like, hey guys, we're all just going to get together to do our best to try and make sure that disinformation and false news doesn't spread on our platforms. Twitter was like, nah, no thanks. What? Why would, why would you turn that down? And then why would a you few be day, against it? A few days after that, well, I think the answer is Twitter's and Elon Musk's behavior because a few days after that, was he not retweeting and laughing at the fake AOC Twitter account? That border check. Phil, there was there was a a picture that was circulating on Twitter of uh, a, a Pentagon fire. Apparently, there was a bomb uh, in this picture that had apparently mm. blown up at the Pentagon. So this was circulating mm. on Twitter from uh, an account that had a blue check mark, and it was retweeted by official or shared by official news uh, um, organizations. Yet it was just like some either I don't know some fake image or whatever, and it literally affected the stock market. Yeah. So, yep. but we, this has happened before. Remember the the insulin story that we we covered a few uh, a few months back. This mm. is this is Elon's world. Mm. We should we should call some of our patrons and just be like, is he st- is this still your man? Is he still your man? <laughs> this is what I this is what I want to say. <laughs> There's a lot of angry people on Twitter, the, and the sad thing is they actually have good reason to be angry. You know what I'm saying? Like many of them have mm. actual good reason. They're angry about how. Women are treated. They're angry about how, um, you know, alphabet gang is treated. They're angry about how uh, governments all over the world are moving. They're angry about so many things. I would put it to you that Twitter is no longer, if ever it was, it's no longer the place to have those kind of discussions. Mm-hmm. There's way too much disinformation. There's way too many trolls and bots and AI bros and still crypto bros Fam, just post your joke, retweet the meme, write that's wild, Joe, and go. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. The, I, I, I know we wanted to discuss this later, but I think it's pertinent now. Yesterday, um, well, day before yesterday, but some images started circulating of Meg the Stalin with a tall, dark-skinned fellow. And the Twitter sleuths got onto it and they discovered that, oh, that might be Romelu Lukaku. Which obviously, they were like... Oh, so she's no longer with Par- Party, Partisan Fontaine. And then, well, keep in mind, Dan, the, the, there's been no story. Mm-hmm. There's been no confirmation. There's been no tweet. No Instagram live from Meg with L- Romelu in the background. Not him tagging her. You know what I mean? Not them seeing. It's literally just photos. That's all, that's all people have. Just photos from one day. And we had... On one side, we had the incel saying, yeah, man, 
this man stood by his woman and saw and, and heard all these stories about her being passed around the industry. Now she left him. That's why these women ain't this and that. And that's why you 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 can't trust these bloody bloody blah. And then on the other side, you're like, oh my God, look at Meg. She found herself a new man. I appreciate her. That guy was, he was so embarrassed by his sexual history, being brought up in court. He didn't deserve her. Oh my God. And he's such a, Romilly Lukacs, such a fine black man. I know he packing. Mm. And then there was one tweet where this person went like four lines just describing Romilly Lukaku's genitals. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, are, are you Are you normal? Where, what is happening? Did, did you see that? Uh, like someone, I don't know who, someone posted this picture of some young kid who was probably at a, a prom or a school. No, it wasn't even a prom. It was at school. And in the background of the picture, there was, oh yes, <laughs> there was some lady who was packing. And of course, and I, the Photoshop warriors were quick on that one. They put, they took everyone out. The one that killed me is, <laughs> there was a comment like, yo, I'm sorry for your loss, but move, move out the way. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh because some of these things are serious, but uh, this kind of my point, like Twitter, I don't think it ever really was that place for serious conversation. I won't lie. I've learned a lot in my life. I've challenged a lot of my worldviews and challenged a lot of long held beliefs. And I've, you know, gotten the opportunity to listen to, to experiences that I never would have come across because of Twitter. So there is benefit to people sharing their experience and people discussing things that are, are, are sometimes difficult to come across in general. I would, ne- I would never say that that's not happened on Twitter. I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, before Twitter, I think it would have been, there's a lot of the woman's experience that I never would have been privy to. So ideas like how a woman must feel going on a blind date or um, what the experience they have of, you know, random men in their DMs and whatever. It's not that I didn't know that that was happening. It's just, I never would have come across that information. I don't, I don't have sisters, but you have sisters maybe Phil, so you would have seen that. I don't have sisters. And it's not, that's not necessarily the kind of conversation you have on a first date or anything like that. So, I mean, I would have gone through life just, nah, 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 nah. and knowing and having understood some of that background information that I, I got just from people on Twitter sharing their experiences has, has helped me to have a more sympathetic and, and understanding sort of worldview of how life must be different for different people. And that's just one example of many of, you know, some similar things like that. My point in saying all of this is, I do believe there's room on Twitter for growth and learning, but that's like 5% of your Twitter experience. At this point, guys, drop your meme, post that video that you saw on TikTok, crack a joke, drop your, 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 your puns, and we move. Because we can't be having serious conversations on Twitter anymore. It's done. It's done. There's no real facts on there anymore. That's what I want to say. But we're talking about real facts. Mm. Chat GPT has been a revelation. I recently paid to access Chat GPT 4 simply because I was using it. Ooh. 
I mean, I was using it Mr. so much Money and bag. I was like, let me just experience it. I'll decide if I'm going to keep going, but at least I'll have a month and see how it's going. It's quite expensive. Plus, my wife also uses it quite a bit in her coding. So, uh, ChatGPT is very useful. But like we've repeatedly said on this podcast, guys, it's not an intelligent being. It's not thinking. It's not reasoning. It's building, it's building knowledge and building information based on existing, existing data sets. I do think that there's so many potential use case scenarios. But what you shouldn't do is write out a prompt, copy, paste, and move. <laughs> That's what happened where, with, to a, uh, an attorney out in the no, US. No, the, US you know, that, 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 you're missing a key, key, you're missing a key part of this. Mm. There was a legal case. Yeah. A legal clerk was assigned to build presidents for the opening arguments for the judge. So you've got to do, um, I think it's in, like an amicus brief almost. So you've got to do a legal brief for the case. Yeah. And instead of normally, the reason why when you go to a lawyer's office, there's like a gang of legal journals behind them. It's not just so they look smart. It's also because you need to pull those out, refer to a case, cite that case and the ruling, and then that sets the precedent, right? Mm. But he was like, nah. Nah, you know, I ain't doing all that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to chat GPT this. You know what I'm saying? Man, I'm going to chat GPT like, yeah, GPT, can you please give me cases of airline lawsuits? And blah, 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 blah. Enter. And chat GPT, if you scroll down the bottom, it'll tell you, yo, these results may not be factual. It says it right on the bottom. Like, if you go there right now, it'll tell you. Like, right at the bottom of the page. Like, these facts may not be factual. So, chat GPT, as Dan said, what ChatGPT does is some the, the common terminology is hallucinating. If, and there's two theories of thought as to why this happens. Hallucination is basically when ChatGTP lies. But it, it lies with the confidence, the confidence of a mediocre white man. It's, it's, it's a believable lie. Like, wait, it'll have you questioning yourself. But the reason why it lies is two things. A, its data set is bad, meaning that someone wrote nonsense and made it look authoritative and ChatGPT just took that and regurgitated it. Or, it can't seem to make the the lateral connection between the query and the answer. So, and even the, the the some of the creators of these tools don't know how it does it. But then it, it starts connecting dots in weird ways, and then it, it like cross pollinates data, and then obviously it, it, it it's a mess. And my man was built built a whole case, like he referenced. I believe it was close to ten cases, if not more, of non-existent cases and and law file. And when the judge started looking at it, he was like, mm, I don't remember this case. So let me look it up. Nope, that's not there. And looked up another one. Nope, that's not there. Looked up a third one. Nope, that's not there. And then when he was called to explain, he was like, no, but guys, I used ChatGPT. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> it, I, I, and and, and his, his safeguard was, but guys, listen, when I asked ChatGPT and it gave me the answer, I then asked it, is this a real case? And Chad GPT said, yes. So why would I doubt it, guys? Not only that, he supplied screenshots as part of his evidence. Like, look, I asked, these cases you've given me, are they real? And Chad GPT said, yes. So who am I going to believe, the judge or Chad GPT? Man, what a stupid story. Come on now. So my man might be getting fined. He might be getting sanctioned. All because Usimbe. 
So view this as a as a warning from your from your friendly older brothers that uh, ChatGPT, while an extremely useful tool, potentially a revolutionary tool, eh, is not a substitute for human thinking. Indeed, indeed, indeed. But yeah. Um, let's move on, Philip. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, let's discuss, let's discuss a, big, a big payday for musicians, Dan. I don't know if, I don't know if you heard. Uh, tell me about it. But things are, look, things are looking good for Zimbabwean artists at uh, Zimura. The Zimbabwe Music Rights Association, uh, Zimura, an organization mandated to protect musicians' rights through music copyright, is said to distribute royalties close to 700 million Zimbabwean dollars starting today. Million. Keep in mind, this, is, this was off uh, a week and a half ago, May 12th. Obviously, we missed an episode, so we didn't discuss it. But I, for one... I I'm I love it. That seven hundred million dollars. We are rich. We are rich. Finally, Zimbabwean artists are getting the just juice. Shout out to Zimura for for doing what needs to be done. You know what I mean? I don't know, Dan. How do you feel about it? Well, before I answer, um, is there an indication of rates? Um. I understand that it's, you know what, it's just going to be Zim Dollar that's paid out. But like, what is that going to be worth? That $700 million is nothing now. Huh? So here's, already this figure is very concerning. And I think if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, simply because um, royalties have been going down at an alarming rate, in my opinion. Um, a lot, A lot more than they should be. And for you to say that the Zimbabwean music industry, let's just say at the time of printing, the rate was 1.8, 700 million divided by 1.8. That's around 390,000 US dollars. That's for every member, all parties for the year of 20 to 2021. Or rather no, 2021 to 2022. That's $300,000. When you start doing the math, that's nothing. Burner Boy allegedly got paid $250,000 for Coachella. So, in one weekend, Burner Boy nearly matched what our whole country is doing. And that was two weeks ago when this story was first published. Now, with the rates closing in on 4000 that is now $100,000. By the end of this month, Zimura might be dispersing 50000 US dollars to members. What is going on, guys? But you know, it, it, that's a story for another day. It is concerning. Um, so, okay. I, ha- just- I, I obviously have some inside information in this. Um, in Zim, there's no set figure as to how much royalties are paid. Zimura negotiates with each media house and uh, separately and they come to an agreement on behalf of the artists. On top of that, they collect for the whole year and then calculate and then start doing disbursements afterwards. They don't collect in US dollars. So, yeah, you're right. Even even though you're using a very low rate because you're using a rate from a couple of months ago, that figure should really be using the rates of maybe the average of sometime midway through last year. Which really shows just how degraded. It, obviously, they have to. They have to flip. They have to change their system. 
they have to change the way they're doing it because it doesn't work to be collecting money at a, at an amount that was paid last year to be dispersed this year in, you know, in this environment. Uh, um, but- yep. No, I was gonna let you, I was gonna let you speak, but um, I thought I thought you you still saying are oh, you done? Because I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah. Okay. So okay, uh, I don't want to get too much into it because, like I mentioned, I am an interested party in this. Um, it's it seems a bit simplistic, and it's obviously not the only answer. But the music industry is not is not going to be the exception industry in Zimbabwe's economy. The difference is other industries have a somewhat more dynamic model, even though, and it seems weird to describe a Zimbabwean industry as dynamic, but it's way more dynamic than the current uh, model that exists for uh, music collections and remittances. So it's, it's long. So yeah, that's it. I I hear your point, but you've only touched on one very small aspect of what Zimura's functions are to to cover, which is uh, public broadcasting and blanket licenses. Those are only one aspect. Zimura is a composite CMO, which means they not only collect on the publishing and slash copyright, they also collect on the mechanicals. They have reciprocal agreements with all other CMOs, particularly um, with Samuel Capasso, ETC, to collect on on those. So for mechanical and neighboring rights, Capasso collects internationally and then they remit those to Zimura. Those remittances for all international copyright and mechanical disbursements are received in foreign currency. So True. that already is a question that I, if I were, which I am, I'm, I'm going to be now, um, when I attend is, wait, guys, there is a contingent of money that you guys received in U.S. dollars. Even if we account for the 20% IMTT tax that converted it to RTGS, where's the U.S. dollars or the foreign currency that you received from your reciprocal agreements? Or that, the RANDs or, or the whatever else, yeah. Exactly. Which already is, is the first thing. The, the second thing is, as you rightly said, Dan, why is there such a period of time in between payment and disbursement? They then need to figure out how to work out calculations where if they, they have a set window for collecting of blanket license payouts and royalties and so forth, I mean, sorry, blanket licenses and uh, public broadcasting fees, then the moment they receive that, they immediately disperse it because as we've just described, within weeks, it's already become eroded because we're back in 2008. So there's that. And obviously that part, I think, is, it's, it's a lot more difficult for just a CMO to address because that's an economic issue. But for me, the simple issue is the remittances that are coming in foreign currency, where are they going? And if we aren't receiving in foreign currency, can you please explain why? Well, let's, uh, let's go and attend the, the next uh, general meeting there, Philip. Yeah, I'm actually finalizing. I'm, I'm I'm doing a couple of things with Zimura, so I'm just waiting for them to finish with these. There's one contract at a time, but once they finish with this contract that I've sent them, I will do the rest. <sighs> All right, moving on to another story. Um, yeah, 
you know you know what philip yes danny boy um we have a friend that has often joined us on this podcast king mm-hmm. kandor um i uh, i had the 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 privilege of going to see his family meeting show this past weekend Mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't actually seen family meeting because when he was doing Zim with family meeting first, I was uh, out of the country. Um, so I was very happy to have an opportunity to watch this show. And I just want to take, I just want to take this opportunity to, to, to give him his, his props. Like you can see someone working on their craft. They're not just taking it for granted. They're working, they're working on their craft. They've tried something, they improve on it. They, they expand on it. they, it's just, it's good to see. And I want to give hammers to King Gandoro for an excellent show. Um, his MC was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Opening act. Look, you know, mm. comedy is difficult. Comedy is difficult and you got to come in and you, you got to also figure out what gets the crowd going and what doesn't. So, you know, chin up, young lady, but shout out to King Gandoro for giving you a, a, a platform. Yeah, Pro Beats. Yeah, past that. My God. Pro Beats is a national treasure. Pro Beats is, obviously, is, if you guys don't know, Pro Beats is a, a beatboxer. Par excellence. But he is way more than that because he's recently got into his own music. He's now rapping and making music. He gave us a preview of his brand new upcoming single with Ja Preza. It's going to be a hit, man. Mm. It's going to be a smash hit. And no disrespect to Tanto Wavy. I like Tanto Wavy. Mm-hmm. I love his music, but he has not yet got live performances down. And you could see the difference from Tanto Wavy to Pro Beats. So anyway, overall, I enjoyed that show. Okay. Dope. Good, good, good. What did you think? I know um, you were there. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> so... Uh, I think uh, other thing, one of the patron benefits is I had some extra tickets, so invited um, some patrons, and I actually bumped into a couple of patrons. I'm not a patron, but podcast listeners while we're there. So shout out to, hmm. uh, should I put their name out there? Anyway, shout out to, to Gashirai. I think that's that's good enough. Um, I don't think that's too incriminating. Funny enough, you're supposed to come with his wife, and he ditched her because you're scared of being late. And I was like, wow, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Because I was also like, yeah, my guy, don't worry about it. Like, I've been to these events. We're not going to start on the dot. Um, so, yeah, it was great to, to, to link up. It was good to see. Um, I will say that I think, funny enough, this wasn't the best put together family meeting event that I've been. I think, obviously, Celebration Center was really good. Um, even the, the one that was just down the road at the theater along Enterprise was really good. Um, this one you could hear like there were sound issues. There was a bit, there was quite a bit, of, a few delays, and behind the scenes, I had been speaking to Kandoro about it. So like he 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 is trying to fi- fix it and like build a team because he's he's doing a lot on his own. And I was just having discussions with him around that, like okay, just try and see which people you can you can get to help you and so forth. So it's good to see that he's still doing it. Um, He's one of the few comics con- continuously doing events, selling um, selling tickets to events, and, and, and pushing pushing the crowd, pushing the culture, pushing it forward. So that's a thing to to behold. And obviously, 
doing what he can to uplift others, like uplift Tanto Wavy, uplifting Pro Beats. I think Pro Beats done, has done all of, not only last year's special, um, but this one as well. So shout out to them. Um, I enjoyed it, but like it's it's a set that I've seen. Obviously, I think that the 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 parts that changed were like the first few jokes when he was talking about his mother passing, because that was in between his last special and this one. So it, it's good to see the development. Kandoro's comedy is getting really good. Like he he's becoming a really good physical comedian, like like a really good physical comedian. It's actually quite a, mm. it's actually a, a sight to behold, and I'm really enjoying that. So yeah, I mean it was it was good. It was fun. Um. I agree with you on the opening act. I think she, she could have been a little better. I was also commenting because, like, I, I was talking, I was talking to the to the missus while, while while I was there, and I was like, "Yo, you know, like, I'm trying to enjoy the show, and I am enjoying the show, and I'm supporting my boy, but it's also depressing because all our event spaces in Zim look like they just survived an yeah. air raid by a whisker." Ugh, man. <laughs> And I'm, I'm like, I'm looking up at the ceiling, like there's a massive hole, there's water damage, the seats. The, the, did you see the bar? The bar was excellent. <laughs> That's the thing. So funny, funny enough, like, uh, I don't, don't worry about it. Let me, let me, let me, let me not say too much on that. But yeah, I mean, Okay, I, don't, I think, wait, let's end that's, this conversation that's kind of and let's given, move on. But, let's end this conversation and move yeah. on to the next one. But I think ultimately, the family meeting special was dope. Kandoro's obviously going back to the UK now and he, he's got a lot of shows lined up. If you, walk, if you follow him on social media, you see he's already been pushing the shows he's been doing over there. So I think he's now fine-tuned his set here to deliver quality sets when he gets back uh, to the UK. So that's dope. I'm looking forward to see how his career continues to grow. Um, so yeah, man, I had a good time. I enjoyed it. It was, it was a good little break. Um, especially considering how busy I've been these past few weeks. That's why I'm even sounding so stuffy because I'm just sick from exhaustion. Now, after that, so first and foremost, let's, let's give a... Congrats to Kandora. Now, new segment. Zimbabwean venues. What the hell, bruh? <laughs> Phil, mm. there's almost no point in talking about it because... Zimbabwean venues are not going to be exempt from the situation in Zimbabwe. Ah, uh, guys, the situation. What do you expect, <laughs> Dan? When did you realize we were we were we were a failed state? You know, like I think it's only within the past few years. I don't, I don't believe years. that. I don't know. I Dan, don't know where you're getting that from. Failed state, Dan. I think that. Did you not have electricity the whole day? Did you not have electricity the whole day today? The bar is on. The floor. This is what you call a lack of when a lack the, of gratitude. You have running water. Ungrateful. When was the last time you had water that didn't come from a bowl or a tank? I don't know because the water has come from the tank. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> when was the last time you saw a streetlight in your neighborhood? That's on us, Phil. Why are we vandalizing our own streetlights? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Point being is, <laughs> it's so tough. So I've got another client. They were, um, they were in studio with a very big artist. And then the artist was like, yo, I actually want to come to Zim. And then they called me while they were with this person. And like the person is keen. They want to come to Zim. And I didn't have the heart to tell them like, shout guy, I don't even know which venue I can, can accommodate. Like, I don't even know which venue can accommodate you that'll make sense. You know what I mean? Like, even Burner Boy at, at Gavas was a stretch. So we go back to Gavas. 
is that our new is that our new outdoor HICC like what do we do and I was like I don't know man I don't know what to do I don't know what to tell you but that's the situation anyway speaking of live events how was UB40 Dan? I didn't go to UB40 (laughs) (laughs) I told you Phil if I get a free ticket I'll go but I'm not gonna pay I know uh, Someone did offer me uh, But I was so tired that day Like that I think that was the same day We were recording Was it not? Yeah it was It was the same day We were mm. supposed to it, it was, was the same day It was literally The same day we were supposed to record And then I, Before that I had so much work to do And then I messaged in the group And I was like Shut guys I'm under fire at work I'm not going to be able To make it today And Dan was like Yep I'm actually quite relieved Because I've got work That's due tomorrow morning So I was like Okay And then It's only after I got home And I started I, I just Logged on to Twitter. I was like, "Oh snap! UB40 was today." Damn. But I, it apparently wasn't even it formal. was really dope, eh? But I, I, I had no formal because I was so tired. Like even if I was free, I don't know how I would have mustered the energy to go. Yeah, and also you don't want to go. Even if you can go, you don't want to experience that when you're like feeling tired or low or whatever. Like you, you need to be in the vibe, in the mood. Yeah, because then you're just mad at people pushing in on you, and it's cold <laughs> even and. Look at that light. It's so bright in my eye. Oh, everything just irritates mm. me. Yeah, but, it, but it would from what nice. I'm told, mm. I spoke to several people who went. Um, first of all, apparently the timing was immaculate. Literally, show starts at 5, 4.59, 5 o'clock, they start. There was no sound check at 5 and all of that. Um, the UB40 was supposed to come on at 9, I believe. It was mm. 9 p.m. or something like that. Mm-hmm. On the dot. Ali Campbell came, not you before too, but anyway. <laughs> came out. I, I don't know if you heard their story. Their story is actually quite fascinating. It's, it's just feuding brothers, basically. Yeah, yeah I, I know anyway. the story. I know the story very well. That's why, so like, um, it, it also came up in the Patreon group and I didn't want to sound like, because I know sometimes I sound very arrogant, like, oh, you don't know this. So sometimes, sometimes these days I've learned to just hold my tongue. And no, like no the problem is you add you add that if you were to just give information you wouldn't sound like that. It's just you add stuff like, "What's wrong with you? Why don't you know that?" And then you add this. <laughs> you see, if you were to just add the information, I promise you, no one would think that. Okay, okay, fair, fair, and fine. So, like, even in the Patreon group and on Twitter, obviously, um, new. I think the Cappy Talk FM was the big one, but a lot of um, publications and organizations have been advertising. Yo, you'll be forty tonight. Blah 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 blah. And they were tagging the wrong UB40. What people don't know is UB40 was founded by a group of people. But the key, the key people here are the, are the Campbell brothers. So there's Ali Campbell and, geez, what's his name now? Jeez, I think it's Ro- Robin Campbell. Yeah, Robin Campbell. Robin. Um, they, were, they were the main ones. There's a, there's a longer discussion to have about two white men being the, the leaders of a, a reggae band. But, you know, that's, that's, that's a discussion for another day. So they had a falling out. Um, Ali took one of the uh, the rhythm guitarists, and then he formed UB40 because legally he still had a right to the name. Um, and then the other UB40 formed their other UB40, and they got another lead singer. So if you go on Instagram or any other social media platform, you'll see that there are two UB40s. There's UB40 that's verified, and then there's UB40 official that's also verified. The the band that came here is UB40 official. Or Ali Campbell. No, 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 no. UB40 featuring Ali Campbell yes. came here. Yeah. 
You before the official t- were I'm, like, "Hey, please no, don't involve." No, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking about the pages. No, no, no. The, the oh, people, okay, people, yeah. people were tagging. There's an actual page called UB40 the official. Page, yeah. Not that's not yeah. like that's the actual thing. So people were tagging the wrong UB40. There's essentially, essentially, like to put it in in a parlance, everyone understand. Pane UB40 Changirai and Pane UB40 Mtambara. Why is it? Saga. What happened was people kept tagging the the wrong faction. Of you before, and then that faction were like, ah, anyway, we are not coming, guys. The other faction is coming. Ask, ask Ali. We are not involved. And you be like, oh, that's not even the real you before, GG. But if you'd been following the news, I remember the story breaking when I was in high school. They've had a very long feud. A feud so bad, in fact, that when other members, I, I, I believe the parents of the Campbell family died, Ali did not even attend the funeral. So mm. it's been an ongoing issue. Long story short, there there are now two UB40s because the original brand broke band broke up. Two brothers who, ne- who don't talk to each other anymore. Um, Speaking of beef, but yeah. Brothers, anyway, Dan, you know, I read a fascinating like last night. I couldn't sleep, and I read a fascinating mini book about the Adler brothers. Do you you know Guns and Roses, right? Yeah, I'm familiar. Are you familiar with Stephen Adler? Uh, I'm familiar with the name, but I can't claim to know very much about his life. Long story short, Stephen Adler was one of the was was the founding drummer of Guns N' Roses. He was living that rock and roll lifestyle, blah 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 blah. And he had a young brother, about 15 years his junior, called Jamie. Jamie, weirdly enough, became one of the biggest booking agents in hip hop. So all the West Coast rappers credit him for like being a solid dude, helping them rebuild their careers. From Ice Cube to DJ Quick to Westside Connection, um, all these Snoop Dogg, all these artists worked with Jamie Adler, but that was later on. Anyway, long story short, is Stephen Adler was in Guns N' Roses. He got kicked out of Guns N' Roses because of a drug habit, like a serious drug. And you know, you know how bad your drug habit has to be for a rock band in the, a rock for band. the eighties <laughs> to be like, "Yeah, bless my guans, I'm dead. Because one of my drugs, I'm dead. I don't even need to go. I don't even need to go. I'm dead." And he battled addiction for almost 30 years, right? So bad was his drug habit. There's a story that they relate where he had abscesses all over his body from needle needle wounds, right? Because obviously you're not sterilizing the needle. You're just injecting mm. sometimes, maybe even sharing the needle, blah, blah, blah. So like, yo, the abscesses were so bad. When they called the doctor and the doctor started lancing the abscesses, pus was shooting everywhere. Like, and they're discussing in graphic detail. Long story short, I bring this up to say, in terms of beefing brothers, it was reminding me because there's one last stint. This guy, Stephen Adler, has now been admitted to hospital for the umpteenth time. He's like escaped from rehab over 30 times. His brother's like, yo, my brother's going to die. Like, I don't know what to do, but my brother is about to die. So what this guy does is he gives his brother a milkshake laced with Xanax. According to the book, it says so much Xanax, it could kill an effing horse. He knocks out and he carries him across straight lines and he kidnaps him and he locks him in a house. <laughs> and for a month, all he did was <laughs> he didn't let him leave, forced him to take his medication and he had all these people coming in just trying to counsel him. But he was, he was, he was an addict. He was, he was, it, it got so creative like he convinced someone to, to make him, let him make a phone call. 
He makes a phone call. He calls a crack dealer. He tells the crack dealer, yo, FedEx me a microphone, but holler out the microphone and put crack rocks in the microphone and then send that, but then put the microphone back in the original packaging. So a FedEx package arrives with a microphone. They just think it's a microphone. Then someone has they're like, you know, guys, let me just double check. And he opens it and out just pulls a stream of crack rocks. Long story short, after kidnapping his brother, his brother finally escapes, relapses about two or three more times, but finally he decides to quit now. And he quits for real. And years later, he has not spoken to any of his family because they allowed him to be kidnapped, even though the kidnapping probably saved his life. I just found that a fascinating read. It was such an amazing read. And they're like, there's all these names about early rock and roll and early music and, and how people were breaking into the music industry and stuff. But I'll share a link in the Patreon group. It's a fascinating read, Dan. But yeah, it's on a little, little side note with regards to beefing brothers. <laughs> I mean, that does sound interesting. Anyway, does sound let's talk about Tay-Tay. Talk about what? Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Mm. Oh, yes. Okay, so you know what we do? We, 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 we are a podcast that listens to those who pay us. So every now and again, you know, I try to find, I try to gauge like the things that we're talking about on this podcast, you know, Phil, are they resonating with our favorite listeners? So every now and again, we'll just drop a, you know, just a little, a little, um, um, poll in the WhatsApp group. Okay, guys, these are some potential topics for discussion. Are, are you interested in any of them? And. It turns out that uh, the things that I thought people would be interested in, they aren't really mm. that interested in. For example, mm. this, uh, you know, this TikToker story from the UK, this guy was invading homes. I've, I've seen I that. mean, I was going to sit here, I was going to sit here and talk a whole thing about how social media has completely messed up people's brains and their whole life is based on engagement and na, 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 na. Surely that's an interesting discussion to have. No. Mm. The majority of our Patreon group was like, ah, no, no thanks. Don't really care about that. Mm-hmm. And then also, I thought, you know what? What better discussion than a discussion about how celebrities are, spi- are, are splitting the bills 50-50? Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade are splitting their bills 50-50. What more of us mere mortals? All discussion was going to ensue. But nope, again, patrons didn't seem to be too, too interested in that. A few of them were. So, uh, you know, you get this little mention over here. What the majority of uh, Patreon subscribers were interested in was Ice Spice links up with Taylor Swift. Mm, Because once again, Dan, you you forget our audience are tuned. They're woke. You know what's going on. Speaking of my brothers and sisters, Dr. Umar Johnson was in the motherland. I'm very interested to find out any of our listeners attend any of his talks (laughs) out there in Davyton. But yes, Dan, break down the Ice Spice Tay-Tay story. So here's the situation. If you're unfamiliar with the people that we're talking about, and it's completely understandable because we have listeners from all walks of life. Uh, Taylor Swift, obviously, is one of the biggest artists ever. You know, she's... uh, uh, You can describe her as white rice with nothing else on it. Mm -hmm. But apparently has a lot of very, very popular songs. Um, She brought out... Uh, Ice Spice during a show and then she then revealed that they were going to be releasing a song together Taylor Swift featuring Ice Spice 
If you're unfamiliar who Ice Spice is, I don't blame you. Phil, have we ever discussed how Ice Spice became famous? I think we did briefly when she started playing. But yes. Because you you were people, were making fun, people were making fun of her rapping and that led to her having more listeners and then she blew up. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she's legit got fans and now she's A-list. So that's, that's weird. Anyway, um, Taylor Swift's song Karma, the remix features Ice Spice on it. Um, it is somewhat interesting, but we wouldn't really be discussing it here if it wasn't for the fact that Taylor Swift's boyfriend, a young man by the name of uh, Matt Healy, um, he was on a podcast hosted by Adam Friedland. And uh, let's just say he's got a little bit of a, let's say the Swifties are not happy that Taylor's with him, that Tay-Tay is with him. Mm. So on this podcast, um, I should have prepared a clip for it, but I actually, no, you don't need to hear the clip. Long story short, on this podcast, he's he's describing to someone else, uh, um, he's describing to Friedland and his co-host, uh, some guy called Nick. He's like, yo, you guys know Ice Spice, right? And they're like, yeah, Ice Spice, you know, and he's making references to her. He's like, you know, that, that Inuit Spice Girl, the chubby Chinese lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, he's like, then they start making like Chinese accents and stuff on the podcast. We would never do that mm. on this podcast. Um, so this happened before the announcement of this song. So the, 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 the Twitter streets and the, you know, the sleuths online were very quick to say that, you know what? Um, could it be that Taylor Swift knew that there was blowback coming from these comments. So then she and her and whoever does publicity for, for both of them then decided to make sure that she has a song with Ice Spice because it's not a natural fit. It's not a fit at all, Dan. (laughs) Did you see, did you see that picture, that, that uh, silhouette picture of the two of them standing facing each other? Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, so I mean, it's just a, it's a very interesting sort of dynamic to watch. So uh, um, just to simplify what I said, okay, and this is just basically for my benefit as well. Um, Matt Healy, who is T- Taylor Swift's alleged boyfriend, was on a podcast where he said some disparaging stuff about Ice Spice. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift then released a song and also brought Ice Spice out to a show Featuring friends, no, but this keep in mind the podcast interview was a couple of weeks back, but things yeah. had, things have been building up because more and more stuff was being revealed about Matthew and we're like yo, like red flag here, red flag there. Oh, there's another red flag here. Oh snap, another red flag there. God damn, these red flags, like it's 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 starting it's starting to look like a, a like a political rally. It's so many red flags everywhere. To be fair. Taylor Swift says I'm such a big fan of Ice Spice. So maybe she really is just a fan of Ice Spice. Sing a song. Okay, you know, Dan, okay, let me, let me put it this way. Taylor Swift, has, Taylor Swift has a career that spans well over a decade, approaching two decades now. She's been in the game for quite some time. Do you know how many black rappers Taylor Swift has collaborated with before this? Just all in total. Um, one. Before Ice Spice. 
yeah, Kanye West, but it was against her will. Funny. But you're correct. That is the answer. Zero. So you want us to believe. Maybe she's just a particular. <laughs> so you want us to believe. All of a sudden, I, Taylor Swift was like, you know what? You know what I need? I need, I need some niggas. I need some niggas in my life. <laughs> she was like, no, you know what? Tina Turner's died. I'm going to be the anti-Tina Turner right now and embrace the blacks. That's what, I, that's what I'm going to be doing. She says <clears throat> in an interview, um, <laughs> getting ready for my tour, I was listening to Ice Spice constantly. So I immediately got her number and said, hey, would you want to do your version of Karma? She's only dropped six songs. What do you mean? <laughs> ah, that boy is a cap. No, 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 you know where you're at. The girls are lying. That girls are lying. Anyway, there you go. You guys wanted us to talk about it. We talked talked about it. The other thing that others in our Patreon group wanted us to talk about, Philip, and I think it it falls in the same realm of PR, is we've been talking about Jonathan Majors on this on this podcast. Ah, I guess so. So, a seemingly very surprising update is that uh, this past week, Jonathan Majors was spotted with none other than Megan Good. Now, nah, they've been. That, that, that rumor has been going on for quite some time now. But yeah. Yeah, spending a lot of quality time together. Dining out at the Red Lobster. <laughs> and, uh, you know, seeming to uh, hold hands. Red Lobster's crazy! <laughs> We gotta Fab, go somewhere where they'll see us, you know. What I'm Fab, saying? Fab, Red, Red Lobster is like the American equivalent of Spur. Imagine being <laughs> your Kang, and you're like, "Yo, let's go to Spur." <laughs> uh, Spur, if you're an advertiser, call us. When the <laughs> when the news broke that Good and Majors were dating, a source said that she had initially been offering him moral support. Megan and Jonathan have maintained a friendship for some time. Megan has shown considerable support towards him. This is an unnamed source that was speaking to People magazine. So, look. I mean, a million things can happen in life, but I think we can be pretty sure here that this is PR, man. This is, listen, Jonathan Majors needs to get back the support of the black community, especially black women who is universally loved. Megan Good. So you my, know, my question with all this is how bad are Megan Good's finances? Do you know how old Megan Good is? Uh, Megan Good is 41. I was going to answer. Like you gave me a chance to answer. I was oh, that's in my head. Because I was remembering back Cousin Skeeter. So Megan Good, 44, 45? It's 41. Oh, okay. I overshot it. But yeah, that makes sense. Jonathan Majors is 33. Um, Again, this is... Okay. What I, this is under normal yeah. circumstances, Megan Good. If if we could hold a conversation, it's Megan Good, my guy. I mean, I'm, that's I know a standard. Kid. Megan Good could be in her sixties, bra. That, that, that's not. Did you say issue. if we could hold a conversation? <laughs> Even if there's there's no conversation being held whatsoever, fam, it's Megan Good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, Dan, I think you know it's fine. Let me not, let me let me not sound like that person. But in fact, you you have you've dated like. At a certain point, when you date a pretty person, the novelty of their beauty wears off. 
and you're like, okay, what else can yeah, we? That, what else can we do? That no, that novelty still needs to happen with Megan Good. That novel before it wears off. That novelty. No, but if that's what I'm saying, if the conversation is there, like okay, but it goes back to the the Lukaku conversation I was actually having earlier. Is that Dan? B- before this week, do, how, do do you see how many of these Stan accounts who have no idea what what an Inter or a Milan is, who have no idea about San or Zero, Champions League, Belgium, nothing. They knew nothing about any of that. All of a sudden, they're sharing links on how to stream the Champions League final this weekend. They're like, we're all into Milan, babies. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, he's so sexy. And I realized for sure, bro. If you want to get women on your side, just find a woman that they look up to or they think is better than them and date her. And like that, you're not a sex symbol. To quote, um, damn it, what was the name of the shark in... in um, Shark Tale. Ooh. Suicide. Suicide Squad. Mm, Tiso Mashaki. The Shark and Suicide Squad. Well, to quote him, mm-hmm. Bird. <laughs> bird. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Anyway, um, my professional opinion on this is that this is uh, PR. Of course, there does exist the possibility that, you know, they met each other somewhere and it was true love. Oh, really? Uh, and then all of a sudden you're going to go, Dan, are you forgetting? Dan, why did, why is Jonathan made this one? What did, remind me again? What happened? What's the backstory there? Just jog my memory. I'm a little, little fuzzy, a little fuzzy with the details. He hit a white woman. No, no, no. But this woman that he, that he apparently assaulted, allegedly assaulted. Were they friends? Were they acquaintances? Well, what is the nature of their relationship again? Just remind me again. Just remind me. What's going on there? But the, but she was white, baby. No, no, she, no, she no, was, no, 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 no. Just remember, what is the nature of their relationship? What, what is it again? <laughs> what is it? The romantic. Oh, do, do, do you know what? Do you know what I know? Women love. Women love being announced as the new girlfriend. A week after you've been accused of beating your last girlfriend and your career might be over. They're, they're falling over them. That, that's, the, that's the best time. They're like, babe, that's when they have that, babe, what are we? Babe, babe, what are we? Right, right now, where are we? Phil, okay, what are we? Phil, how real do you want us to get on this podcast? Ah, we can get real. Let's get real. This is what our listeners come for. Then let's be real. I'm not saying this is all women. but. I would be lying if I said that I have not noticed a pattern of almost activation by that kind of behavior. So there's a, I don't, maybe you'll pick up on who I'm talking about. There was quite a high profile couple in the Miz where the, the girlfriend accused, accused Mr. Mans <laughs> of of GBV. <laughs> no, wait, was it was GBV? It not- no, it wasn't GBV. Wait, unless we're talking about someone else. Wait, finish the story. Maybe I'm confusing with someone else. Physical. Physical, what I mean is physical violence. Was it not just a few weeks, Philip, when a very highly rated person hopped from one relationship to another one? Wait, mouth the name. Am I, am I, uh, mouth me the name. 
Now put it in the chat. I can't, let, I, I can't hear. Let me let me I'm going to put it in the chat. Um let me let me make sure we've got the right name here. <laughs> I don't know who you talking about. I'm talking about this girl went on her Instagram and said my man this one I missed. Was it not just a few weeks? Oh yeah, maybe it wasn't a few weeks, maybe it was a couple of months. And then in Hopton, someone who a lot of people were chasing. No, but so Do you, anyway, let me let me not let me not because all of these are alleged GG and you know I don't want to. My point is birds. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Megan Good is a bird. Not not in the slightest. But if we're going to be real and ladies who are listening to this podcast, just take us take a, a short break from your from your outrage to also be real about your fellow I know if you're listening to this podcast this doesn't apply to you but think about your compatriots and your colleagues and your uh, peers are you telling me that if they knew for sure that a man had put hands on someone that was an immediate immediate um so i I don't disagree with you, Dan. I don't disagree with you one bit. What I am saying is, though, it's a little different when you're a civilian and you're someone in the public. Megan Good has been famous since she was a teenager. I don't think the intricacies around public relations, about brand perception, all that, are foreign to her. And I'm sure she has a team behind her, like, yo, Meg, I know you love this guy, but even if that's the case, like, let's, say, let's just say, even if you love him, Meg, keep it on the low. That's all, right? That, and that's where I'm like, that's where the discretion is matching up. Now, switching from that, just to like what you said, now we're back to civilian talk. You're very right, Dan. And I, I, you and I have had this conversation before where if a woman wants you, it's like she has almost, it's almost like she has blinders. If, if, she's so, if she's so inclined morally where she's like, I don't care what hurdles are in my way, I'm going to get the man. You and I have had conversations where best friends have been like, like I dated the best, literally I dated the best friend and then you, holl- and I'm confused. I'm like, are you st- like, are you guys beefing now? No, we still good. Wait, does she know about this? No, not yet. I'm like, so, so you, you, what? And that's where I realized like women will get along on many subjects until you put it between them and then ah, or better off Dan. Or better off, it's, it's, it's literally a cat amongst pigeons. So, you, you, you're correct. I'm, I'm not denying that, but I'm, I'm also just like, I would hope Megan, in this instance, has more discretion. V, with regards to what someone deems as a red flag or not, you're quite right. Sometimes people ignore them. Sometimes people don't care. Well, sometimes they falsely believe, I'll, it'll never be me. You know what I mean? I, I don't think they even think that far. They just view it as haters or people want to say this. I've had, con- I've had very frustrating conversations with people like, yo, I don't want to. And I would normally have this conversation only with very close friends because uh, uh, Lord help you if you ever try to have this conversation with someone who's not you're tight like that with. Yo, this man that you are beginning to build something with, are you aware of ABC? Oh, you are aware. 
So, wh- what's the plan? Mm. And all all manner of somersaults and bending and twisting happen. Just to be like, nah. And I'd be sitting here like, yo, you don't know him like I do. You don't know him. Like, I know a different side to him. And funny enough, I, I totally get that. I had, a, I had a long rant. And it wasn't a rant, but there was, there was a day I was out late. Uh, I'd been sampling some of the products. So I was a little loose and I was having a conversation with a, with a married person. I was like, you know, dude, I think I'm actually at a point now. I like, I've got to a point where I'm like, yo, you're actually, I'm actually envious of people like you and Dan because you guys are out of the streets. And the streets are not, the streets are, the streets are not good. Dan, the streets are not good. And like the older I get, the worse the streets get. But the problem is, the older you get, the worse, as the streets get worse, there are more people knocking at the gate and it's just bad. All around, it's bad. So I can, I, I empathize sometimes because I can empathize with, with a, a woman or even just a man. Like sometimes when you're in your 20s, you're like, no, these are my standards. This is what I expect. She has to have a flat belly. She has to have like D cup. She has to be a stunner. She has to have a degree, blah, 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 blah. And obviously on women's side, it's happening the same. And then you see, as, as you get older, like men start to like, yo, no, okay. Okay, no, okay, fine. Okay, does she have a job at least? That, that, okay. Okay, she doesn't have a job. Okay, does she have a, is she trying to get a job? Like, does, is, there, is there an opportunity for her to have a job? Oh, no, okay. And, and you start, like, you start starting to understand more the dynamics of certain relationships. You know, like, you know, Dan, like when we were younger, we'd see like relationships of convenience and we and we'd be we'd look at it like almost like ooh wow and then now you're like oh okay now that makes I've sense and it, it makes sense you know what i mean it's obviously i don't think it's it's it, anyone wants to enter it but you can logically now understand oh, okay this is this is what what's being the needs that are being met and so on and so forth but ultimately i think it goes back to that like if you are choosing to be with someone who's been accused of something that heinous God be with you. Like, I I genuinely don't think it's that bad in the dating pool, but to be fair, it's bad. Because even like all, all my women and friends, they come to me for dating advice. I'm like, yo, Phil, I was on Tinder, this guy, I went on a date with this guy and then this happened. And sometimes there'll be some of the weirdest things where like, man's will realize he's earning less than the woman. And then he's now immediately trying to assert dominance on date one. And like, what? And, and they're using... They, like the, they, these guys listen to Andrew Tate. Like these guys will be following Andrew Tate and Shadia uh, mm. points to a T, and you're like, "You're forty. What's wrong with you, man?" <laughs> so I say all that to say, Megan, I hope you're good. But yeah, I personally wouldn't be doing a hard launch, a hard launch, not even a soft launch. Then this is a hard launch amidst all this. Ah, Jack. <laughs> and unless unless you're getting the bag unless unless like unless marvel like that like 100% of that marvel check is coming your way ah jack bro i don't nah, care how nah, much I you love know it. what i don't care how much unless unless and this is this is so it's so such a stretch but i will mention it anyway let's say you have inside information that makes you know for sure that someone's name going to be cleared and when that happens you know, you are 
in line to be a recipient of said Marvel checks. But uh, that's such a stretch. That ish. Anyway, Philip, let's listen to some new music, man. But why are you jumping in front of that train? Well, hold on, let me just make sure I've covered all the... To- uh, <laughs> those are funny. T- Did you see that dude with the, the thigh tattoos that was getting roasted on the timeline? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I have, I have to ask. I, I'm, I'm, you guys know. It's it's Pride Month, like Pride Month just began, you know. Like I feel I'm an ally. I'm I'm, I'm with you know. I'm one of the most open minded guys. You'll definitely find, definitely in this in this country, maybe even the continent. But as a man, whatever your orientation is, tattooing the inside of your thigh. How far? Why? <laughs> like. Now, now, now you've got your legs cocked back like you, like a proctologist is about to conduct an exam on you. You know what I mean? Now, now, now you're looking like Brian Pumper about to be pegged and, and the tattoo is... Like, I don't... I'm, I'm. How, much, how much would I have this to pay you to get a tattoo? Let's not talk toxic masculinity. Phil, you have toxic masculinity. Every time you start with something as a man, what does being a man have to do with that? Mm. Mm, what's yeah. wrong? What's wrong with you lying with your, on your back with your legs up in the air <laughs> for for the tattoo artist to start working? What's the problem with that? There's, there's, only, yeah, there's only one circumstance where that's permissible, and I'm not discussing it on this podcast. Even then, even then, <laughs> do you remember when those discussions were happening on the time? They're like, okay, okay, so fine, you guys are uh, having groceries occur. <laughs> so, how, what's the logistics? Are we- <laughs> no, it's because people have gone, guys. I don't like ah, when someone goes shopping ah. No, I mean, it's I fine, don't, I don't care what it looks like. Even like when people when people were ripping into Freddie Gibbs about the legend photo that his baby mama has. <laughs> I was like, ah, dude, ah, you know what? I can't even judge. I can't, I can't even judge. No, you know what I mean? Ah, but I can't even judge because you know what I mean? Sometimes, sometimes it be like that. You know what I mean? That's fine. You know what I mean? You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> for a tattoo, ah, Jack. A tattoo, ah, Jack. Yeah, but no, but you guys also, you guys also like, some, sometimes, <laughs> okay, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. What else did I want to discuss? Oh yeah, let's get some let's get some listener feedback. Actually, shout out to to Selma. Uh, she sent a very dope message. Appreciate her. Um, shout out to our listener. Um, geez, let me let me load up the names. There was Gashirai who hit us up. We had a lot of dope feedback, and then of course, shout out to Courtney. She sent us a thank you message saying thank you for playing my dad's music on the podcast. We actually wanted to do a much deeper tribute. But yeah, man, um, hopefully you guys are doing good. I'm sending you guys more love and light. And if you're still around, uh, maybe we can, we, can, we can link up while you're still here, man. We'll be good to touch base. So yeah, mm. music. Ah, Dan, there's plenty of music. I've, I've been consuming music now. We are there. What, what have you got lined up? But actually, yes. I, I, still, I still can't hear music from your side, Dan. Really? So even earlier when I was playing that nasty C song, you couldn't. What's what? I don't know what's going on with the sound. Anyway, I've experimented, but 
still, still. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna play a couple of a couple of songs here. Uh, there's uh, the new, oh, new, new Shingai and Brian K. Uh, I actually kind of, I do like it. I like it. It's mm-hmm. like a, it's nice. like a different sound. It's called Harare and Tare. It just dropped. Shout out. Uh, and I saw that there were some scenes that they shot in my hometown. I was like, ah, dope. Reminds me of home. Like, funny enough, fun fact. My dad's workshop, there's a scene that they shot in Mutari. My dad's workshop is not even a kilometer away from that sign. Hmm. Shingai and Brian K. Harare to Mutare. Broken hearted Maybe that's where it started Now you say that I've changed But the world is a strange place The world is a strange place The world is a strange place Oh, my cheapo said First you gotta get your team right Then you gotta get your dreams right Guess I'll see you in the meantime Maybe we can take a long drive Vibes. Oh wait, let's see. Let's hear the Brian case. Sorry. I'm gonna take you places. Okay. Tixa famba mamaira, kumushanda kavaraira. Tixa famba tixi himba tixi fara tixi tamba. I know you don't recognize a lot of faces. Everybody grown now. So many changes. Let me give you back your throne now. Let me give you back your throne. All right, you guys need to check that out. Uh, Shingai Brian K Harari Tumtare. I quite like it. Uh, doing a quick 180 and going in the opposite direction. Vaults JT dropped something featuring Nati O. Uh, it's produced by Nyasha Timbe. Check it out. Makuru one. Sorry, my poor one. My poor one. My poor 
Same flow and Natio. Uh, I, I quite enjoyed that song. It's very, uh, very poppy though, and I like it. Mm, 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 mm. Um, I think, I think. Let me add some some flavor. Did to I say Saint Flo? Because Dan is very Volts JT. Dan is very Volts JT and Natio. Here is a new artist I just came across. His name is Tariq from Nigeria. Very new song. I love this jam. It's called Pretty Like. She says she always wanna be low. Even if I get another fellow. Who I like this girl for me big bad mouth. Belly dancer, do her body send me She no go leave me when I tell her that it's over. She won't believe me when I say I want the lawyer. To my dear, my own Victoria. Where they house, where they make for me for area. Yeah, get get the full song and the, the rest of these songs on the Two Broke Twimbles podcast playlist. We should have an exciting announcement about that soon. But if you hit the link, we got him. Dan, what else you got lined up? Some brand new from St. Flo. It's called Mtemo Wemkombi. Okay, wait. Uh, be, before you play this, I don't get this song. You don't Do like you, it? I don't get it. So, okay. <laughs> It's obviously, it's obviously not like a. It's 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 meant to be almost like a jokey or trolly. No, that that, I, I, that that concept I get. I get that. So, like I I like bazooka kumbagwedo. I get it. But to me, I was just like, it, it didn't it, it didn't capture my imagination. I don't know. Like I was I was asking you. Like I'm not even trying to be a hater. I did want to ask. Like, are you feeling it? Like, are you enjoying it? So. To, to be 100% honest with you, this is not a song that I'm going to bump on rotation or whatever. But listening to it the first time and like obviously watching with the video, I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, it was, it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch and fun to listen to for the first time, but it's not like a replay song. Hmm. And I think um, that's, that's the point. That, that's the point. Like once the novelty wears off, like what's, like what, what is this about? So we're in the same. No, no. <laughs> Babidi pak famba moti tombi fo musagara simuchi kashavari miri musastika sechi zombi ndom temo emkombi babidi pak famba moti tombi fo musagara simuchi kashavari miri musastika sechi zombi padarai gwinde vachango pinda kufranto masagandi dianoremera kusampa it's funny nah. man it's a nah. funny song nah. it's funny nah. <laughs> nah. i like it it's funny it's not a it's not like 
bars or yo the beat i mean the beat is pretty cool i suppose but also, like once again it's, just, it's funny can we please get back to playing songs that we've listened to that we've vetted that we actually will play again instead of just being a news broadcast i think our listeners want some editorial you know curation dan what are you listening to what first of all I, I i take i take exception to your implications i said i played the shingai song because i liked it and then i played you the volts jt and natio not only because I like it, but also because I predict it's going to be one of the biggest songs in the country in the coming weeks. And then this one, again, I mentioned at the beginning that as much as it's not something that I'm going to listen to, I definitely think it's worth a listen because it's interesting and it's funny to listen to it the first time. Those are the three mm. songs I played for you. Our producer has put on here Holy Ten's new album. I haven't listened to a single song on that album. I can't mm. play anything from there. Have you? So what happened was like my Spotify don't work no more. It's it's weird, weird. Fixing it though. I, I'm gonna listen to. It. I'll listen to it at some point. I'll, I'll yeah, take a to yeah, it. me too. We'll get, we'll get to. It. I think that'll be our task. Both of us. We'll, we'll have a listening session and then we'll. That'll actually be fun. You know, we should bring back listings. Hey, but Twitter Twitter Spaces have now been killed. Dan, did you see that Elon just stopped paying like service providers? That's why that's why Twitter Spaces has been so terrible, and that's why the Ron DeSantis thing was such a massive flop. He just stopped paying the the CDN providers. Phil, do you do you know what the biggest song in the country is right now? I mean, Ushé. apart from Japrezas, Chiremera, Chiremera. Biggest in in what sense? Biggest how? As in the most popular? Obviously, that's somewhat subjective. But if your ears to the streets, as you claim you are, what everyone is bumping to. Mm, Baja Praiser, which everyone. It's this song by Delroy Sheway and Saint Flo. You know the song. One one. Fire you know that a sangan, me da wone pati cha sangan, ah, baby pata baka fa, da kona my vago, baby pata baka fa, ni ma friends ago, baby pata baka fa, yeah, baby pata baka fa, yeah, baby pata baka fa, fire, 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 baby pata fa. As Delroy Shewe and Saint Flo, we did play it on this podcast a while back, and we just like briefly passed by it. I remember thinking like it sounds interesting, no, 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 and I'm surprised, like it's. It's top of the charts across the radio stations. It's, uh, you know, every time like a, a DJ drops this, whenever there's people, people go crazy for this particular song. So it's like, it's, I find it interesting that, you know, hip hop is getting its shine. It's getting its shine. It is indeed. It is indeed. It is indeed, man. Shout out to them. It's dope, man. That's dope. Let me see what else. What else? In fact, I think, I think I, I, on, on that note, we should probably prepare to head out. Um, speaking of some hip hop, I came across this Y'all. clip that I found hilarious. Let, let me rewind that. He's the only rapper I ever seen that rapped three days ahead of the beat. He record his first Monday, they bring the beat Friday. <laughs> when he performed Black, they say doors open at six. He performed at one o'clock already. And then the beat come on at 8 30. Okay, all right. I've been dying all week. I've been dying all week. (laughs) 
every time I see it, I can't stop laughing. Um, shout out to our listeners. I think I, I gave them all a shout out. Um, that's pretty much it. Then is there a song you're gonna play out with? Um, have you heard the new Darky? Sold on a second holder. The new what? Have you heard the new Darky with Marumba Pitch? I have not. Oh no! This actually, I have to, I have to play in front of you because this is a song. This is a song I need you to hear. I'm gonna stop it there, but damn, what do you think? No, that that song that, that sounds dope. No. That sounds that's dope. Bad. Bad. I would listen to that. I would listen anyway. to that. Um, I I don't. I there's a lot of new stuff, but I don't think none of them are worthy of being the closing song. Uh, I'll find something and we'll tack it on to the end there. No, I've got plenty of closing songs. I just didn't want to. Um, Heavy, heavy, but no, nobly. there's stuff we're expecting to come out tomorrow. You know, there's stuff coming out tomorrow as well. So you know, so yeah, let's let's see if our producer, uh, our, pro- our producer should be on top of that. You know what I mean? Our producer should be on top of that for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you very much. Once again, apologies for missing our episode last week. We hope we have made it up for you this week. We've had some great discussions on here. Uh, if you do appreciate this podcast and want to keep it going, you can support us by going to twobrooktwimbos.com forward slash donate. And you can join the exclusive Patreon group uh, where we have uh, discussions that don't even make it to this podcast, where we have special uh, uh, things going on. For example, we're going to have some more link ups and hangouts. Um, uh, yeah, and you're going to get first access to things that we do. Uh, plus, you also just get to have conversations with us and to direct what you want us to talk about. So, twobroketumbles.com forward slash donate. Five dollars, chit chit and up. You can always spend more than that, but just a minimum of five bucks and we would appreciate your contribution to the cause. Um, apart from that, yeah, like, follow, subscribe. We appreciate you. Drop a comment, whatever you're using to listen to the podcast. Just drop a rating and a comment. Five out of five stars. And uh, yeah. Anything else, Philip? I think that's pretty much it, man. Thank you guys so much for the support, time for the patience. It's been a very, very busy time for us. It's going to get busier, but we're figuring things out. So please be patient with us as we continue to grow. Thank you to, to all the supporters. Thank you to all the new patrons. Um, yeah, and thank you for everyone that likes our podcast. And shout out to the people that have been responding. We've been testing out like the polling on on Spotify, for example. We're getting a lot of responses there. So shout out to you guys. 
Very nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna start, we're going to end the 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 podcast with insert name of song here. And uh, yeah, we will catch you the next one. We out. <laughs> It's your time, baby. It's your time, baby. Get my baby. That's the difference when you're my baby. That's how it is when you. Somebody make me stop the world. Feel my third passion. Give you what you ask for. So tell me if you want action. Until the lights back on. I got the one we could last long. And I never knew my tongue Feel like what I waited for night long I pull up in my fashion Every life flashing in any way We can go ahead down, just sit out And chill up in my villa to get out the whole night Just get in the drop top, take the head out And cruise with your head outside Go, go ahead, it's your time, baby It's your time, baby, get my baby That's the difference when you're my baby That's how it is when you're Me stop the world. Tell me what do we do when these people don't know what you get through? You survive through the night, through the dark. Yes, the time just only right that you do what you like. Go, go ahead, it's your time, baby. It's your time, baby. Get my baby. That's the difference when you're my baby. That's how it is when you. Oh, you make me stop the world. Go, go ahead. It's your time, baby. It's your time, baby. Get my baby. That's the difference when you're my baby. That's how it is when you. Debut performance, you absolutely killed it out there. You played Madison Square Garden, you covered Rolling Stone UK, you just made oh, yeah, your yeah, right, Music right, Awards right. debut performance. I mean... <laughs>